Man, my holiday bills are almost as hard to get rid of as my in-laws. I guess my budget will be my New Year's resolution again. Hi there, friendly S&T banker here. The aftermath of the holidays can be tough. Have you thought about using the equity in your home to consolidate your debt? I can do that? Yep. Home equities are one of the lowest cost financing options. At S&T Bank, we can help you so you can have a financial fresh start. Stop by a branch or visit stbank.com to learn more. S&T Bank. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Stay connected and never miss a beat with AT&T. Our reliable network covers more roads than any other carrier, ensuring you're always in the loop. Whether it's tournament upsets, buzzer beaters, or social media buzz, stay up to date. Don't let the action pass you by. Check if you're eligible for a free trial of in-car Wi-Fi at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. And keep the madness going. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. What's going on, Steelers Nation? It's time for the second segment in today's show. And always remember that this show is done in podcast format. So that means wherever you get your podcast. And when I say wherever, Wes, I literally mean wherever. Everywhere. Anywhere you get your podcast at, man. It doesn't matter. You type in the words Steelers, Blitz. And Blitz is spelled with a Z. I believe so this time, but okay. Steelers Blitz. It's only one way to spell it. That we is that, is that Z like in Zamboni? Kind of like in Zit. Yeah. In Uh-oh. Zit. Uh-oh. Oh, Uh-oh. man. Hey. Now, hold on. You've been, you've been looking hey. at my complexion too much here on the Zoom chat. You're thinking of Zits. Uh-huh. Hey. Nice one. Nice one. But, ladies and gentlemen, wherever you get your podcast at, man, just type in the words Steelers Blitz, and you'll be able to get all of this content. Sometimes it drops early. Well, not sometimes. All the times it does drop earlier when you are subscribed versus when you get it uh, wherever else you typically get it on the website and stuff like that. So definitely do that and leave us one of them cool reviews, man. Five star or one star. We don't want you in between. No lukewarm supporters. You either love us or you hate us. That's right. In between. That's right. We're the Grateful Dead. You either love us or you hate us. simple, man. It is that simple, all right? So be a deadhead for us. But <laughs> more importantly, we got two new people that we need to be talking about. Because they play defense and they play linebacker. Oh, yeah. And they both have my former numbers. 55 this is the Arthur Moat special. Let's yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, Cole Holcomb. Oh, formerly number 55 of the Washington Commanders. He's probably gonna rock that five five here in Pittsburgh. And then we got Alanda Roberts, formerly number 52 of the Miami Dolphins. He will not be wearing 52 here in Pittsburgh. I've already tried that. You're not Mike Webster. I'm not Mike. I'm not Mike Webster. That's why you're not getting that number. So he'll find a different jersey. <laughs> but where do we start? Um, Cole Holcomb. I love his tape. Uh, getting a chance to go back and watch him. 
more uh, in-depthly. This is a dude that started a lot of games in this league, a highly productive player in this league. One of the things that we were lacking last season were turnovers, splash plays, tackles for loss, interceptions, forced fumbles, sacks. That is something that Cole Holcomb brings to the table. Uh, up until last season, he had been relatively healthy as heck, starting pretty much all of his games. Last season, he ended up with a foot injury around week seven. Ultimately had to have surgery, but um, based on the deal going through, he did clear. And that was one of the things that they say. It was very similar to the Larry Ogunjobi situation a year ago when he went to Chicago and failed his physical. Yep. Cole Holcomb had a deal in principle. And once he came and we checked it out and everything was good, that's ultimately what made the deal go through. So we can feel good there. But when you talk Cole, Cole is a physical linebacker. Let me say that again. Cole is a physical linebacker athletic enough sideline to sideline enough plays with great effort change of direction can man to man any running back that you want is going to be fine with some of the tight ends um, in terms of the drops we run a lot of tampa too he'll be more than fine doing that as the middle runner which is the guy that runs the deepest think robert spillane or if he was one of the hook droppers like miles jack where devin bush would be at times but either way, um, I definitely like what he brings um, when you watch him in the run game. Very different than what we've been accustomed to these past couple of seasons where we were a little bit more finesse hmm. in trying to backdoor, use speed, use agility to win. Cole is one of those guys that's going to win with hat and hands. He's very fundamentally sound in that regard and just does a good job of engaging and disengaging from blockers. Um, 100-plus tackle guy, really productive, really good player. Uh, what were your thoughts on Cole? I didn't want to do all the rapping about him. Yeah, no, no, like that's I'm, I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying that breakdown. Yeah. I am. I know that. Listen, this is your position group. All right, you're allowed. Well, to, you're allowed to get passionate. So, so I figured we we talk Cole first, and then we spend a block on the landing. You know, because LBs Absolutely. need love. We don't yeah, rush listen, LBs. Listen, we, we don't we, rush. We lump LBs. all them lump all them offensive guys together. We just lump them that's all right. together. They get but one the segment. Guys, I started to make this whole segment Cole. Next whole segment of landing. <laughs> and then do a bonus segment again on Larry and what the defense is now. I started to do that. Just know. Uh Cole Holcomb. Yeah. I listen, you you needed to you needed to make some moves at the off ball linebacker linebacker position. Devin Bush is on his way across the coast to Seattle. Uh Robert Spillane is on his way across the coast to Vegas. And Miles Jack has has been All released the by the Steelers. Boys, man. All the West Coast boys now. All the West Coast boys. So Mark Robinson, the only one that you you know that you had uh, under contract from last year, who will be returning. We'll, we'll talk more about a land in here in a moment, obviously. But but sticking with Cole, I mean, I I like everything you just said there. I think you're absolutely right. He is a guy who, when he's been healthy, which has been the majority of his career. He's provided splash at that inside linebacker position. And that's something that we talked about a lot last year, right? How. Miles Jack and Robert Spillane, they were solid in the run game. They were solid in terms of tackling like you would expect. Um, but there was no, including Devin Bush, there was no splash. There was only one sack between those three. There was no interceptions, no forced fumbles. Uh, not, you know, not many TFLs or anything like that either. So once again, Motsi, here we are, right? I mean, you've you've turned over the linebacker position, which it seems like it's something that the Steelers have done a lot of ever since Ryan Shazier. And, um, Every year. You know, they, they've they've tried it in free agency. They've tried it uh, going out and trading for a guy like Joe Schobert. They've tried it mm -hmm. in going up in the draft and nabbing a guy like Devin Bush in the 10th overall pick. Hopefully this is this is the, the tandem that sticks. But Cole Holcomb, you're right. Physical guy, has the splash, and 
He wears the green dot, Motsi. We always know mm-hmm. that's a big deal, mm-hmm. right? Who's going to wear the green dot? Well, uh, he has been wearing the green dot for the Washington Commanders, so you got to think good chance he's going to do that same thing in Pittsburgh. Um, so to me, three years, $18 million seems fair for the player and for the Steelers. I think that that's a fair deal. And uh, I think Cole's going to gonna have a chance to shine. You know, they, they've got some dudes on that commander's defense. You know, it's it's not a great unit, but again, they, they've got some nice players on there, certainly. Um, but now where Cole Holcomb will be settled, you know, with TJ Watt on one side, Alex Highsmith on the other, guys like Cam Hayward in front of him, Minka Fitzpatrick mm-hmm. behind him. Um, I think he's he's really got a chance to to excel in this defense. No, without a doubt. Um, like I said, that's one of the big things that just made me excited about the pickup. Uh, when you talk about that type of physicality, you talk about that type of productivity and availability, which we know is key. Um, I just think, like I said, it's a really good move for us. Now, the other guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the other number five, Deuce. Landon Roberts, man, another one of those ultra-physical linebackers, very, very smart championship pedigree. Like we said, two-time Super Bowl champ with the New England Patriots. And he's one of those guys that, once again, man, you talk run game, he is a thumper. He's going to get downhill, put hat and hands on you. You talk tackles for loss. We combined, I believe it was for nine tackles for loss as a group inside linebackers. I want to say Landon had 10 by himself. So just to give you a little bit of understanding, a little bit of thought process of what type of player we're getting downhill, productive, active against the run, that is a landing. Um, I know at times we'll look at tackles and we'll just say, man, this guy had 100 tackles. He had 100 tackles. They're both good. But as we can attest to, not all tackles are created equal. <laughs> you get a tackle one yard by the line of scrimmage or behind the line of scrimmage is very different than that tackle being made five, six, seven yards down the field, which Correct. is something that we were experiencing at times. To me, man, um, when you talk to Landon, though, not only does he bring you championship pedigree and consistency at the linebacker position, he can drop in terms of the Tampa, too. He's very familiar with that. Um, He played under Brian Flores. And you can see that with his work as well. It's reflected upon upon him when you watch him on tape. But the other thing that I like is this, man, he gives you special teams value. We know Robert Spillane was more than just a linebacker. He was a special teamer. Correct. A landing covers punts, and he does it at a high level. He's very physical. He's very good, and he's a productive player in that aspect of his game, which is something that we're going to continue to need because we said it's three elements to this game, and that's the first defensive snap. You give up a big return, man, that kills you defensively in terms of your starting point. So when you think about a landing, he does have multi uh, elements to this signing of why it makes sense and why it's a good one. Um Still haven't seen the financials in terms of the yeah. monetary value, but assuming it's going to be less per year than what Cole Holcomb is making. But if you could, man, share your thoughts on a landed joining the squad. Well, Mutz, you know, as always, I got to just say, great name. A landed Roberts. Great name. It is a great name. A great, great name. great name. You know, we're going to have some fun with that one. A landed Roberts. Roberts. Could certainly be a middle linebacker. Could also be like a, I don't know, astrophysicist. A Landon mm. Roberts. You know, speaking, Roberts. speaking on the wonders of the universe mm-hmm. in, in ballroom C at 130. Yeah. Um, he's a guy who, uh, this is, you know, it's, you mentioned this a little bit, Motsi, talking about when we were talking about the offensive line in the first segment, right? How it seemed like the Steelers had clearly identified a type, you know, and, and they, they were going after those, those type of guys for the offensive line. Kind of feels the same here. 
in the combination of uh of Cole and a Landon in the sense of you get a green dot guy and, and you get a defensive captain, right? I mean, mm-hmm. a, a Landon Roberts is a guy who, uh, well, I believe he was a special teams captain in Miami to be, to correct. be correct. Yes, right. Correct. But, but where, you know, a guy who wears the C on his Jersey mm-hmm. um, to me, they've kind of identified a type there in linebacker. They're looking for guys who are yeah. leaders. They're looking for guys who are savvy, who are smart, um, I think both of these guys are going to be outstanding in the run game. We know how important that is to how the Steelers want to operate on defense. I I guess my only concern, right, is that neither are really known for being great in coverage. Mm-hmm. But but we've seen that from the Steelers in the past, and they do have ways to negate that in terms of their pass rush, in terms of some of the things that they do with Minka Fitzpatrick, and if they end up bringing back Edmonds as well, too. Um but 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 I like this. I mean, it's a two year deal. You're right. We're kind of still waiting to to figure out what exactly the number is going to be here. But yeah. I think we we both assume it's not going to be anything that's going to break the bank or or, or anything like that. Um, four and a half sacks last year. That's mm-hmm. you know that's real tangible splash. Uh, two years ago, he had a pick six. Um, mm-hmm. He's had a couple for he's had a couple forced fumbles in the last couple years. So, uh, and he's also too. Uh, has started in the last three seasons, forty-three of forty-seven games. So the availability thing is is there as well too, as you've mentioned. This to me makes makes a lot of sense. I know, I think a lot of people were clamoring for. There were some big linebacker names on the on the free agent market, it right? Was, without a doubt, man. Um, and I I know a lot of people were clamoring for for the Steelers to go out and get one of those. But I think you could argue what they've done here in terms of bringing in two guys. Uh, to put with a Mark Robinson to maybe still add in the draft as well too. You're giving yourself options here, and I think that's a good thing. Uh, I'm excited about both of these guys. I am because I think they both have similar skill sets in a way, but they'll bring different things to the middle of that defense. And like I said, you get a green dot guy, you get a guy that's a special teams mm-hmm. captain. Uh, clearly, some some veteran presence there, some some mental savvy as well too. No, without a doubt, and like you said, man, that's ultimately what we're looking for. We need. Number one, consistency, because like yeah. you talked about, the turnover cool. at that position has been crazy the past couple of seasons. But more importantly, man, just something that you can trust, the veteran element of it. And that is definitely what Alandon is going to bring to us. Um, in terms of the fit, because I did hear you speak on that in the sense that coverage-wise, uh, Orlandon, or Alandon and Cole are very similar not really known to be elite cover guys. That is not their game. And that is also why I do feel, even though we brought in these two guys, we still will probably draft a linebacker. I just think that now the type of linebacker Mm. is going to be a little bit more clear to us. I think that we're just going to be more uh, intentional about getting one of the athletes, one of the more athletic, rangier guys um, to play that uh, linebacker spot or to draft him as that cover linebacker because right now that is our missing element. When you talk about the linebackers that we currently have on the roster, Cole Holcomb, Alandon Roberts, uh, Mark Robinson, all three of those guys are very, very similar in terms of their style of play. Sure, sure. And you just don't want three guys that are that similar. You want some level of contrast. You need thumpers versus the run we've seen that but at the same time you need coverage guys because otherwise we're going to be handicapped or handcuffed to just playing zone concepts and we know the negative elements of that so you want to be able to have some versatility to go zone and man but i do feel like this just 
points even more so to the fact that we're going to have to go that route in terms of just getting one of these athletic linebackers or Trenton Simpson or a Drew Sanders, one of those mm-hmm. type of guys, potentially. You know what? That's a that's a really good point that you bring up there. Um, I hadn't thought about it from that angle, but you're absolutely right. Now you've kind of locked down that that physical run stopping linebacker, right? You think you've got three of those on on your mm-hmm. roster. Um and a lot of those picks too that the Steelers have after 17, whether it be 32 or 49, might align nicely to bring in uh a Drew Sanders type. That that's you know that's a great point by you. Um that's that's interesting. I hadn't thought about that, but I think you're absolutely right. You you need someone who is gonna be different than these three. Um, because between Roberts, between Holcomb and between uh, Mark Robinson, it is a it is a similar trio in terms of their skill sets there. Um, now though, we'll see what they can add. That's that's, right. oh, that's good. I like that. I hadn't thought about that because I was starting to think maybe, okay, maybe it even gets could it get pushed down? You know, I, we all I think we all agreed they were never going to take an, an off ball linebacker at seventeen just because of you know in terms of a priority list and in terms of a just I don't think there's a guy that you would want to take at that point in this class. Now, though, at 32, at 49, maybe it feels like a little bit more of a, I don't want to say necessity, but but something that you need to get done there to to round out this, this off-ball linebacker group. That's a, that's a great point. Yeah. I mean, we're going to have some options. That's the other part, whether we're talking, because I don't think you need to do it at 17, but no. 32, 49, I think both of those become very much in play potentially for drafting one of these athletic off-ball, sideline-to-sideline guys to just give us a different element. Yeah, We are very heavy right now. We're very <laughs> powerful. Like, I love us against Baltimore. Love us against them. Tennessee. Not so excited. to Yeah, love us Baltimore, Tennessee, um, Philadelphia. Like, I'm yeah. down for them. Like, any team that wants to play bully ball, oh, I love that. But if you're talking about spreading it out and throwing it, no, I don't like that. The Chiefs. Chiefs, <laughs> Buffalo, Cincinnati. Yeah, Cincinnati. <laughs> Chargers. I'm just like, uh, oh, I ain't feeling that one too much. Oh boy. But yeah, but yeah, but it, no, that that's and that's you know, maybe that does line up nice in terms of how they're they're seeing this all come together in the sense of again, there's there's not a do it all linebacker that's gonna be taken in the top ten or top fifteen of this draft, but maybe the skill set that you need is sitting there at forty nine. And now all of a sudden at 17, let's, you know, we'll go hypothetical here. Say 17, you add to the offensive line or the deep. It's 17 and 32, right? You add to the trenches. Um, 49, you add at linebacker. I mean, all of a sudden, you look at this roster right now, Motsi, and I don't Mm -hmm. think there's a ton of glaring holes or weaknesses. I think we would all like an upgrade at left tackle, not to write off Dan Moore's career at all, you know, in, in, in that sense, but I mean, cause Dan has started what back to back seasons now, back to back seasons. And it's certainly, games. it's certainly reasonable that he could improve. Right. Yeah. But, um, well, and, and he has improved too. That's the other part. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But if you're looking at, the, if you're looking at the offense right now, it's like, okay, maybe we could get better at left, ta- left tackle. Maybe we could add another playmaker. If you're looking at defense, it's, you know, okay, yeah, we could use a little more depth and some some younger bodies on the D-line, and we could probably use another off-ball linebacker, maybe another uh, piece in the secondary as well, too. But all of a sudden, you know, in just a matter of a week or so here, I think they've done a really good job of supplementing this roster, setting themselves up where, yeah, you know what the priorities are going to be when the draft rolls around at the end of April, but at the same time, you're not handcuffed to having to go a certain direction. Um, and that, I think, is is kind of the way the Steelers have always wanted to do this. 
you've got Andy Whitel now, who is obviously his influence is, is on all of this. It's it's been interesting to see it come together. But yeah, I, I still I think that's a great call by you. There there there's one more piece, it feels like, that that is gonna be added to that linebacker room still. Yeah. And like I said, man, it's exciting because we still wanted to draft one of these younger guys. And you draft one of these younger guys to be the future. Cole, Alandon, they're really good. But they're already advanced in their career to a certain extent. We don't think either one of these guys are the next 10-year linebackers for us. Right. But at the same time, we like what they could potentially bring in the interim as a bridge. And that's the part, even based on the money and the contract length. Well, obviously, we'll see the details to see year one exits, year two exits, things like that. Sure. But as a whole, I don't think either one of these deals – scream that this is our long-term answer at the position so that's another reason why i still feel like we probably will draft one of these guys that we will feel good about but i just like the fact that now we'll be able to slowly bring them along right versus just thrusting them out there in the action because we didn't have anybody else available if the guy that we draft beats out cole or beats out of landing great 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 but if he doesn't you don't have to just throw him out there because we didn't have anybody else to throw him out there. He right. would be able to sit, learn, cut his teeth um, and practicing and things like that and just kind of ease his way into that role, which, like I said, is a lot different in terms of expectations and in terms sure. of just the easing for that player as he adjusts to this next level. I think that's well said by you. I think, you know, honestly, with some of what they've done on offense, there's some similarities there as well, too, of, they could still add an interior offensive lineman later on in the draft, um, mm-hmm. but not need anything out of out of him right away. Um, you could you could certainly you know def- It's going to be interesting how the board falls. That that's I mean, obviously the, the great right unknown. Now. That's the word I'm looking for. They've right got now. a they've got that's they position themselves nicely. That I mean, within reason, they're they they've Correct. got a they're, they're going to be able to do the best player available thing. Now they're they're, they're not going to take best player available if he's a quarterback or a running back, the, right? Again, best player a, available at the positions that they need at the positions yes. of need exactly. And yes. I think Motsi, that's that's where you want to be heading into draft day. They've yeah. still they've still got some cap room to work with. They've obviously got three picks in the top fifty as we've discussed, which is nice draft capital. Um, they're they're sitting in a good spot here. I, I think as as you know, as we approach the end of March and and get ready for April, obviously when we're about a, about a month away now, four or five weeks from uh, from the draft. Yeah, no, we got a lot of information though right now. Um, we still could be on the table to make at least one more move, and that's the other Absolutely. part that is very exciting, man. Um, because that, depending on if this next move is at left tackle, that would essentially take out all but one major need for the draft, but you would essentially have all of your starters across the board. You wouldn't feel like I have to draft my starter at 17. I have to draft a starter at 32. It would just give you a lot more leeway going into the draft, a lot more, uh, a lot more room for error one way or the other, and just room to let the board kind of fall to you without feeling like if this player is picked or that player is picked, we're trying to accomplish. Yeah. So that's the other part that is going to be interesting because we still do have about a month before the draft. Absolutely. And they they could still make more moves. Like it's the kind of second wave of free agency now has, you know, yeah. started to to play out. There's still gonna be this third wave though. I mean yeah. Motsi, they're all over ESPN talking about Odell Beckham Jr. to the Steelers, mm-hmm. right? I mean, so listen, yeah. there there could there could still be uh there could still be additions to 
to to a lot of different places on this roster. But I think you nailed it with that flexibility right now. The Steelers have flexibility on draft day, and and that's a good place to be. Yeah, without a doubt. But you know what else is a good place to be? Break? On commercial break, because we do not get fined. Not in the offseason, not in the regular season, and not in anybody's season. So when we get back, we will be talking about some more potential moves the Steelers could be making via free agency or trade. But either way, don't touch that. Dallas, Art the Most, Wesley Euler on Steelers Nation Radio. You've spent all winter stuck inside imagining your next big home project. A bigger, brighter kitchen, a fabulous new fence, the possibility of a pool. There's so much you would do if only you could. The good news? With an S&T Home Equity total line of credit, you can. We've got your back with financial flexibility, and we're here to support you with exceptional customer service. So dream as big as you want, and we'll help you bring those dreams home. At ST, it's just what we do. ST Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 